Welcome to the Truly Nourish Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women break free from dieting and overeating patterns and transform how they nourish themselves in body, mind, and soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that will help you find more peace and freedom with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners. In this episode, I want to expand on getting to understand and know what you are truly hungry for, especially when it comes to your body and how you may or may not choose to lose weight. We often think that we know what we want, that we know what our goals are. So my intention for today's episode is to really explain how sometimes what we think we want is not actually what we want. And my wish for all of us is for us to make true choices when it comes to our goals, especially goals around weight loss and wellness, so that we can be those women who are truly nourished, body, mind, and soul. And so here's now what I mean by a true choice. A true choice for a goal is not choosing a goal such as, let's say, lose 20 pounds, simply to resolve a negative belief about yourself that may be causing you to feel bad about yourself or your body. So let's say you have lots of negative feelings that are coming from believing things like, I'm not good enough, or my body's not good enough, or I'm not attractive enough, or I'm not lovable enough as I am, my body is not good enough or lovable enough as it is, or I'm not perfect enough, and on and on and on. Just the not enoughness type of beliefs. So these types of thoughts around I'm not good enough in some way all represent negative or limiting beliefs about yourself. Limiting meaning they will block you from having what you truly want, okay? So they will limit you. They might feel true or real to you in some way because you've gathered a lot of evidence for them, but at the same time, they're limiting. They're blocking you from what you truly want to become and who you truly want to be, okay? So limiting beliefs are like these familiar negative thoughts that we all have about ourselves either a lot or a little, we can't ever probably totally eliminate them. However, we can lessen them. So limiting beliefs also could be about your inability around something or your belief of your inability or capability around something. And they perhaps feel very true to you, like I mentioned, because you've looked for evidence to support them. For example, having a belief that your body is not good enough, and then you find that you constantly compare your body to other women's bodies to look for evidence that supports that your body may not be good enough. We always look for what we have programmed our brain to believe. Like Beliefs are just like these programs in our brain. They're literally physical neural pathways that we have taught our brain. 
and and the brain has created like this physical structure. The good news is these can all be changed. Your brain can rewire. But what happens is once they're like installed in our brain, our brain will naturally look for outside evidence in our life to support it. Okay, so there's this thing called the reticular activating system part of our brain, and that's its whole role and function to look for things that we've told it to look for. So if you tell yourself or tell your brain, like, my body's not good enough, your brain's going to be like that reticular activating system. If you've told yourself that enough over and over and it's kind of programmed in, that part of your brain's like always going to be looking for things out in the world to make you feel like and collect evidence that, well, my body's not good enough. However, no matter how much evidence you may think you have that your body's not good enough, no matter how much you might believe that thought because you have found all this, what you see or perceive as evidence that it's not, even though it might feel true, it's not a truth. It's not a fact. It's merely just a thought. It's merely an opinion that you have chosen. So your belief that your body may not be good enough would never hold up let's say in a court of law as factual evidence because there's no right body or wrong body. Therefore, it's just purely a per, an opinion or a perspective that you've chosen about your body. There are only thoughts, like these types of things, they're only thoughts that you have about your body. They're not facts. Even though it might feel really real to you, like my body is to this or it's to that, it's not good enough in this way or that way, it's still, it's just a thought. It's not a fact. And that's really good news because we can change our thoughts. We can choose new thoughts. Okay. So getting back to a true choice is never choosing a goal to resolve a negative belief or feeling you have about yourself. So to choose weight loss or any goal in life for that, you know, it can be anything, but just for the sake of this podcast, weight loss, um, Choosing it not because you're feeling not good enough or, you know, choosing it because, well, I finally want to feel good enough, so I'm going to lose weight or I finally want to approve of myself and and approve of myself as being good enough. So that's why I'm going to choose weight loss. I don't feel good about myself. I don't like myself. Therefore, I'm going to lose weight with the hope that I will then feel good about myself, feel good about my body. So... The goal of weight loss is not actually your true choice because what you truly want is to feel like your body is good enough. What you truly want is to like yourself right now. What you truly want is to feel good right now in your body. What you truly want is to feel like you can approve of yourself and your body. And that has really nothing to do with weight loss at all. And I know you might be thinking, yeah, but I am certain that I would feel better about myself and like my body more if I lost weight. And yes, it's possible. You might get this temporary high and you've probably experienced this. I'm sure you've lost weight in the past, you know, maybe regained it. Um, And the temporary high of achieving a goal, feeling good from achieving weight loss, but What we all believe about ourselves at our core, what they call um, our self-concept, our self-identity, our self-image, how we see ourselves, 
by what we believe about ourselves in our subconscious, that cannot be changed just by going on a diet and losing weight. So for example, if you have a core belief that my body's not good enough and you always feel bad about your body, losing weight won't resolve that long term. What happens is your body will change, the scale will go down, whatever it is, but you still will end up seeing your body is not good enough and that will lead to you comparing yourself to others to find ways your body is not good enough, you know, looking for that evidence like I mentioned earlier. Or despite the scale going down, you're still going to think of yourself as a, a person who struggles with weight and then constantly fear weight gain. And this all happens because even though the outside changed, the inside didn't. The inside meaning what you think and believe about yourself and about your body. And because our beliefs about ourselves, and once again, what is could also be called your self-identity or your self-concept or your self-image, is what creates our whole life or your whole life and my whole life. Like each of us has an identity of ourself, a way of thinking and believing about ourselves that ends up creating everything that we see on the outside, ultimately. The, yesterday I heard a quote, um, something to the effect that your self-identity is your destiny. And it really is. Like we, for once again, because of that whole reticular activating system part of our brain, whatever beliefs end up getting programmed in, that is what we create more evidence for. And so if we have like what else call a faulty belief system about ourselves, like a lot of negative or limiting beliefs about ourselves, we end up creating sort of negative and limiting circumstances for ourselves in our life. So this means that if you lose weight, so getting back to, you know, if you have this sort of self-identity that my body's not good enough and you really believe that, then you're always comparing yourself because of that, um, never feeling good in your body because of that, or even if you lose weight, you still always see yourself as a woman who struggles with weight and you're constantly fearing weight gain because of that. So it means that if you, you know, end up losing weight, you're going to end up doing things or not doing things to again, to create evidence for that belief that my body's not good enough. And so the belief will drive everything. It will drive you to do actions and behaviors that cause you to once again, feel bad about your body, such as not taking good care of yourself and your body. And in the end, it just results in weight gain, regain, you know, once again. So to avoid choosing a goal such as weight loss in order to resolve a negative belief you may hold about yourself, you have to discover first and truly what it is that you truly want. So if you desire weight loss, why? Why do you desire it in your heart and your soul? So if it's in if it's a heart and soul desire, it's not coming from, well, I just don't feel good enough in my body. My body's not good enough. Therefore, I want to lose weight. Like a heart and soul desire is a positive desire. It's a positive feeling. So why, from a positive perspective, from a perspective of like how you want to really live your life and who you really want to be in your life, 
What is your why from that perspective? And so, you know, getting back to choosing weight loss, do you want to like yourself more, like your body more, feel good enough in some way, and that's why you're choosing weight loss? Then that is not truly what you want, okay? Weight loss is what you think will get you there, but it won't. So what you truly want, what your true choice is, that you want to like yourself more, that you want to like your body more, that you just want to feel good enough now. So choose that as your goal, because that's what you truly want. My goal is to like myself now. My goal is to like my body now. My goal is to feel good enough right now. Like That's what I truly want. That's what I'm truly hungry for. Because if you can change how you think and feel about your body now without having lost the weight yet, then you will naturally want to do behaviors to take really good care of your body because you like and appreciate your body right now. We will always naturally want to take care of people and things that we like and appreciate, right? If you don't like something or if you don't like someone you're not very motivated to want to take care of them and nurture them. So if you have a belief like my body is just not good enough and it's flawed in some way and it's not deserving, then how do you show up well for it? You know, if you don't even like your body, how can you really nurture and take care of it? So This is the real work. This is what you're truly hungry for. You want to first appreciate your body, be able to approve of it right now, be able to love it and care for it. You don't have to love what you see in the mirror, but you have to just decide, I'm going to love my body like I love a baby, like I love this little infant, newborn, you know, if you've been a mom or even if you've been a puppy mom or a kitten mom, you know, like this little being that you're going to nurture and care for just because you love it. That's how you have to see your body. You, You know, you don't have to feel like you're a supermodel to take care of your body, right? And that being said, there's a lot of supermodels that don't love their bodies at all and live in constant fear of all that, you know, the body image stuff, which is a whole nother episode. So to summarize this first point, yes, you may desire weight loss, but recognize what you are truly hungry for, which could be to believe your body is good enough, to believe you're attractive, to believe you're beautiful. So that is your true choice. That is the real goal. The real work is to see yourself that way now without the scale changing, to start to begin to believe that I am an attractive woman. I'm a beautiful woman. I have a body that is amazing right now. And because of that, you're going to want to take better care of it, better care of yourself overall in a way that feels true to you not, you know, a diet sort of thing. And another thing I want to mention is your body shape or size, they mean nothing about who you are. Nothing about being good enough. You literally get to decide right now who you are. 
You get to choose that your body is good enough right now. You get to choose that you're a woman who believes her body is worthy right now as it is. You get to choose to believe that you're a woman who believes she has a beautiful body right now as it is that is worth taking wonderful care of right now. And deciding to believe things like that is what allows any weight loss that you desire to come naturally from this state of being. Because once again, if you really like and appreciate someone or something, you want to take care of it. And I want all women to achieve their weight loss goals in this super positive and empowered way where they just have this natural desire to practice showing up great for themselves. Once again, not perfectly, but to practice showing up for themselves in a really positive way because they believe that they are worthy of that and because they like and appreciate themselves and their bodies. So it's coming from this positive emotional space instead of this negative emotional space. Okay, so the next point and the next one is reaction. So a true choice for a goal is never a reaction to an unwanted circumstance or condition, such as I'm going to go to the gym every day because I feel fat. Like the negative feeling is I feel fat. And that's kind of like the reaction like, okay, so I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to go on a detox for a month because I gained five pounds. So the perception that they have is I've gained five pounds. They perceive that as negative. They could perceive it as positive. It's just, you know, you can have whatever thought you want to have about it, but this person perceives that that five pound weight gain is negative. Therefore, their reaction is going on a detox or I'm going to go on the keto diet because I always binge on carbs. So it's like this negative feeling of binging on carbs and the, the reaction to remedy that the goal is to go on a keto diet. So these are all doing things or choosing goals by reaction to a perceived negative and therefore they're not true choices. So choosing your goals this way is always self-sabotaging because the motivation is coming from you wanting to escape a negative feeling. And then once you achieve a certain desired result, such as going to the gym for a couple weeks and you're not feeling so fat anymore, so you, you stop going to the gym or you detox for a month, Uh, But then the detox is over and you feel better, but, you know, then you go back to old ways of being or you do the keto for a month and then, you know, you're feeling a little bit better, but then you start to eat carbs again, whatever sort of thing. And so because you've like gotten to a better feeling place by taking this action, then you start to lose all motivation because you've gotten some of that relief that you're seeking But the problem is the results never last because you go back to your old ways. So another aspect of this, a true choice is also not a reaction to something you don't want in the future, such as I don't want to feel fat at my wedding, so I'm going to lose 10 pounds or I don't want to feel fat in my bathing suit on vacation. So I'm going to go like on this zero carb diet. So choosing a goal as a reaction to something unwanted or feared gives all your power and motiva- motivation away to that negative feeling and the fear. 
So this means once the perceived threat or danger of that negative is gone, it's very difficult to maintain any sort of motivation or result because that motivation is essentially gone, right? So for example, after the wedding, she goes back to her old way of eating because, um, you know, the wedding's over. She doesn't have to worry about feeling fat and therefore the 10 pounds comes back on or uh, on the on or after the vacation, she starts binging on carbs because, you know, the vacation is going to be done and over and she's felt so deprived of carbs for so many weeks and she just can't get enough of them now, right? And so in the, in the first example, her true choice is to not feel fat at her wedding, okay? That's the true choice, to not feel fat. Her true choice is not weight loss. Her true choice is to not feel fat at her wedding. And her ability to not feel fat has nothing to do with losing weight. It has to do with her way of thinking about herself and her body. She could go to her wedding just as she is right now and feel beautiful and radiant in her body without her body changing at all, just by changing how she thinks about her body and how she thinks about herself. However, if she really truly wants to lose 10 pounds, she should go for it. But the key is, if she wants to keep that 10 pounds off long term, she needs to first decide and practice believing that her body is good enough right now and good enough and worthy enough of being seen at a wedding right now just as it is. So she needs to practice thinking, my body is beautiful now. It's perfect for my wedding right now. But you know what? I want to feel even more fit and radiant in my life overall. Not just for my wedding, not just for my husband, but for me, because this is what my heart and soul truly want. That's the place she needs to decide to lose the 10 pounds from. And in the second example, it's a similar thing. She doesn't want to feel fat in her bathing suit, so she's going to restrict the carbs. So she's reacting to her fear of feeling fat, by restricting carbs. So once again, she doesn't actually want to restrict carbs. She wants to not feel fat. The feeling of, I feel fat, it's just a thought. It's a perspective in her mind that her body isn't good enough for a bathing suit. So she doesn't have to restrict carbs to not feel fat. Instead, she needs to tell herself reasons why her body is good enough as it is and worthy as it is to wear a bathing suit and to be seen in a bathing suit right now. That's her real work. And once again, if she truly in her heart and soul wants to lose some weight, then absolutely she should. But she needs to decide to do it from a place of appreciating her body and liking who she is right now. She needs to make the decision to lose weight from a place of love instead of a place of fear. So instead of like, oh my gosh, I fear feeling so fat in my bathing suit, I have to lose weight. Instead, I appreciate my body so much. I love what it does for me. I want to feel even more healthy and vibrant in my life for the rest of my life. Therefore, I'm going to decide to lose weight and get on this amazing well-being journey for myself. Do you see the difference like from the energy, the emotion perspective where these desires are coming from? 
so she needs to approach it and we all need to approach our well-being and any weight loss that we decide to go for from a place of I love living in this body. I love feeling healthy and fit in my body. I love taking care of myself and my body. And I do this for myself simply because I love to. Simply because I love how it feels to take really good care of myself. And because I'm worthy of my care and attention. That energy and motivation for weight loss or for wellness so much more fun, so much better than something like, well, I can't eat carbs because I don't want to feel fat. I have to diet because this and that, and I feel so bad about myself. And ugh, it's just, it's not a good energy to lose weight from. It's not going to serve you in the long run. And, you know, to restrict food in ways that doesn't serve you in the long run either, such as, you know, restricting carbs so severely that you end up feeling so deprived of the foods that you love and soulful cravings that then we binge for weeks, right? And any sort of weight loss that happened goes out the window. So how about instead we decide that we are women who love to live in and care for our bodies and if we want to eat carbs to care for ourselves and eat carbs to enjoy certain tastes textures and aromas, we can. And and this goes for anything. You know, carbs is just the example. And just to decide that we can have what we love, like if you truly love bread, allow yourself to eat bread. You really can have what you love to eat and still be fit and healthy and radiant in your body and as a woman, okay? So to summarize the two points today, a true choice and therefore a true weight loss goal, if that's what you want, will not come from wanting to resolve a negative belief and feeling about yourself or your body. And it will not come from reacting to something you fear. Like if you're choosing weight loss, tune in to why you truly want it. Tune into, am I going after this? Is this my goal because I'm fearing something? Is this my goal because I'm feeling negatively about myself in one in some way or believing something negative about myself? And if so, what is it that you are truly wanting? Get to the root of that. That's your homework for this week. And until next time, much love. Are you a woman who wants to end cycles of overeating and dieting so that you can experience greater health and well-being, more peace and freedom around food, more vibrancy and more feelings of joy and confidence in your body? If so, I have a comprehensive self-study course called Food Freedom Body Bliss where you can learn step-by-step how to create just that. Go to RebeccaLaurelHill.com forward slash FFBB to learn more.